sell your crypto right now guys because apparently the government is telling us to do so they've actually said that bitcoin has failed so today we're gonna be diving into whether or not this is true and what altcoins are about to rip because of a very special announcement it's time to discover crypto capital flight is coming to the united states the dollar is going to zero and that's what makes Bitcoin so special. You have to have gone through a couple cycles to understand. Once the price is able to clear this level, the breakout is on its way. This is your indication to jump in now. Well, Victory V, it is not clickbait. Yes, the ECB wants you to actually get rid of your Bitcoin. They think it is terrible for the world and a complete, utter failure, which we'll be getting to in just a second. But DZ, welcome back. I heard you were at this aquarium yesterday uh, swimming with the whales. Uh, wow. Is that actually true or were you just buying hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin? No, I actually was swimming with the whales. No, I didn't swim with the whales. I went to Georgia uh, Aquarium. It's one of the best aquariums in the world, if not uh, probably the best one in America, I would say. They have a whale shark. They have a couple whale sharks. Uh, saw some whale sharks, saw the That's dolphin what? show. The dolphin That's show crazy. was cool. Beluga whales, that was pretty cool. Uh, the sea otters are very entertaining as well. And I'm going to put out a phone record talking about whales and crypto, talking about Circle. You would. And are the whales circling you right now? You would. Well, speaking of whales, guys, we do got some price action in the market today. Bitcoin sitting at $51,536. Again, a little bit of green on that hourly here. Uh, Ethereum approaching 3K again. This will be the third time it is testing Ethereum. So let me know in the chat, guys, what are your price for pr uh, predictions for Ethereum uh, over the next week? Do you think we're going to break $3,000? Where are we going to be by the end of February? But we also have BNB, $381, almost touching that $400 range. Solana up to 105. XRP uh, being another stable coin this week. And of course, uh, Cardano almost touching 60 cents here uh, as well. Now for the top movers, guys, of course, you have to smash that like button to just have that luck to see your top favorite altcoins in the market pumping. But the top 24 hours, guys, we got none other and the projects we have been calling, right? Some people don't like the clickbait. Some people don't like the fun thumbnails. These are amazing projects, guys, that we've been trying to tell you guys about and get your attention on because guess what? AI and D-Pin are popping off. We've now seen 200% gainers in just the last few weeks. A lot of people are up 10, 20, 25X on these projects. We have Singularity Net here mm -hmm. up 39% in the last 24 hours. I'll be with Singularity Net's uh, actual founder with uh, in Panama Next week with the team here, I think DZ will also be hosting from here. We'll be calling in, showing a lot of really cool uh, behind-the-scenes content with AI in another country next week. So that's going to be absolutely fun. We have WorldCoin up 36%. I think, you know, I don't know about you. I've faded this because just Sam Altman gave me the ick when he went from a completely non-profit, open-source project to yeah. a very closed for-profit, you know, obviously project and it started scanning eyeballs. Well, it's actually one of our favorite topics on around the blockchain. So we just had an episode on it and we go deep dives on it. And folks, we were talking about that coin, very, very low prices. And I think all the guests were in agreement. We all think it's going to pump because of Sam Altman. We're all not going to buy it because of Sam Altman. And you know what? It did end up pumping. Uh, sometimes you, you got to have, I don't want to say ethics isn't the right word. You got to draw the line somewhere with crypto. And Every man I drew the line with scanning your eyeball. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because 
it's everybody's probably gonna scan our eyeballs here and with the next 10, eight, 10 <laughs> years so we're gonna be like oh dang you know? I, I i did not draw the line of scanning my eyeball with clear uh you know i willingly scanned my eyeball <laughs> for clear but hey i saved 20 minutes you know several times anything a year. to skip that I, the, I will pay 500 a year to skip that line at any airport especially when you're in atlanta or Ex orlando especially atlanta they're the worst airports but guys we have render here up 23 percent now let me know in the comments what your favorite D-Pin project, what your favorite AI project is. And uh, folks, uh, we have an AI victory lap that we're going to take in one second with the 10K portfolio. But I want to share something uh, for people flying into Atlanta or, uh, I'm sorry, Nashville. Mm -hmm. Nashville, Bitcoin, maybe there's some other channels. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe channels flying from across the world. Uh, maybe it wouldn't hurt for them. Hey, you know what? We're only a couple hours away. It might be a, a cool collab. Uh, I don't know, just an area uh, to explore there. But folks, I said we took a little victory lap. I told you to invest in D-Pin. I know Josh has been talking about D-Pin. And again, when you think of D-Pin, storage, uh, communications, and uh, then you got to think of compute. Compute, storage, communications. Compute, storage, communications. I picked a winner with the 10K portfolio. I said, sell this coin that's, you know, maybe already had a pump. It did have a little bit of a pump. Put it into NuNet, and NuNet is now up 33%. Uh, so, folks, if you jumped in on that one, I, I was kind of reading the tea leaves there, uh, and it, it did very well. But you're going to say, well, you tell us to sell something. When, well, what about what we sold there? Cody is only up for the week 3.8%. Uh, and when you look at new net, new net is for the week 72%. So, yeah, that was a good trade. That was a fantastic trade. And so would have been Fetch.ai here, 22% as well up here, 75% on the week. Uh, Hedera. Somehow being a top contender here in the top 30 projects for 11%. Love to see that upward price action for H Barbarians out there. We have Raw. Akash Network, AKT, 10%, Beam, Filecoin. Wow. You'll notice, guys, a lot of these products are going to be the deep end. And excuse me, we got a bubble coming in. And, and of course, the, uh, the artificial intelligence. So, you know, let's look at the losers, though, right? Because the title of this stream is Sell Your Crypto Now. Now, we do got a lot of indicators that we got to cover today. That do show, guys, if you're not already in this market, uh, you know, we are already been well into a bull run. But, you know, there is a very weird announcement, I would say, from the ECB coming out at a weird timing with the NVIDIA earnings and the way these markets are moving before that Bitcoin having that we're going to get to in just a second. But the top losers for today, guys, are going to be Leo token, 3.8%, Dimension, 2.8%, Say, and then Stacks is at 1.4%. We took some Say profits on that portfolio as well. We sold a coin completely, and I said, folks, now is the time to take some Say profits. I didn't sell time. any Say. You didn't? Oh, well, hey, at least uh, your new net is uh, keeping those bags afloat. Yeah, right? yeah. So, you know you what? Know, and, uh, anyone who uh, <laughs> listened to me, uh, you're doing great. I just sometimes I don't listen to myself. I, have, I don't mind buying a token when I see a good narrative. I have problems selling tokens, though, because it's one thing to take profit and put in a new coin. It's another just like, oh, just DCA. DCA is the way for me. DCA is always the way. Uh, but what's not the way is the European way with the central bank here coming out and saying, guys, we're not lying to you. This title is real. Bitcoin has failed, according to the European Central Bank, to become a global decentralized digital currency, instead falling victim to fraud and manipulation. The recent approval of an ETF does not change the fact that Bitcoin is costly, slow, inconvenient. Uh, and this is, of course, an argument they're making uh, where they say ETF approval for Bitcoin is the naked emperor's <laughs> new clothes. Wow. Uh, for context here, I love that they got fact-checked on Twitter. 
Uh, one Bitcoin is not preferable for criminals. Fiat like uh, the euro is. So obviously, Ooh, completely dog fired. shot fired. And they, of course, they dropped the sources. We have Bitcoin is uh, number two. Bitcoin is an open monetary protocol and a decentralized store of value. That was the publications. The euro is losing its purchasing power against Bitcoin Ooh, constantly. Check out awkward. this chart. That's this awkward. is so awkward. Uh, yeah, this is the compare. That's the last year. You guys ready for this? Here's the all. That is the value of the euro uh, since its beginning to Bitcoin today. So, uh, yeah, to say that it's not a store of value, at least against the euro, uh, they are smoking some serious stuff. And I honestly want to know what it is because I wouldn't want to partake on a weekend. Uh, or two. Say, say, you know, Amsterdam, you know, you know how that goes over there. Uh, and folks, we got another clip that's going to just blow you away from CNBC. And we've been saying, you know, Joe Squawk Box. Joe Squawk's fantastic. Uh, Nick, what, what's your thoughts on that guy? Joe? Joe. I like him. I like Joe too, and uh, he he and his co-hosts got in a little bit of a heated debate talking about Bitcoin because I I feel like as Andrew Ross Orger, he's getting these talking points, he's getting these ECB talking points. You've seen him on stage with Sam Bankman-Fried throwing the softballs, kind of fluffing them up there on stage. Not, not not how I meant, but he's getting the same talking points, the Elizabeth Warren talking points, and his co-hosts shut him down in his tracks. Some say embarrassed him. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts on this, and we're going to show you guys the video in literally two seconds, but my thoughts on this are, I have to give credit to CNBC that they were one of the first platforms to really start at least discussing Bitcoin. So even if they didn't get it at first, there was never an immediate shutdown. And it's kind of always been this dual dilemma. And it started to shift a lot more, which we'll see in this video, of kind of trying to play both sides. And it's definitely leaning one ways. But chat, we're going to want to get to know your thoughts on this. So here's what Tom Lee uh, from Fundstrats has to say when he weighs in on crypto. Nope, I don't got it now. You don't got it? No. Maybe leave and uh, come back, or if you want to close that little window, try one more time. Uh, basically, yeah, that's a uh, that is Andrew <laughs> Ross Sorkin right there. Let me try one more time. Uh, looks a little bit like he's in a Primus video, or he looks like a Duracell person right there. Just a, a plastic sheen kind of covering his whole aura here. All right, let me see zero FPS. Ready for this? Oh yeah, it's definitely not gonna. Work. Huh? There you go. Now it's at zero. Ready, connection two. Now there we go. There okay, we you should go. have it. You ready? We'll see. Yeah, here we go. All right, we got it, guys. So let me little hit this one, two, technical issue, and play. And you've, you've heard it from the Jamie Diamonds of the world, maybe even Elizabeth Warrens and others who say, despite what you, what you said about sort of how, how good the blockchain is to be able to find where things are, it is the medium of choice for ransomware. I mean, just you go through the list of really sort of terrible, terrible, illegal behavior. People in that world seem to love Bitcoin. What does that say about this? Well, <clears throat> pirates were the first people that like gold. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the first thing Tom Lee says is pirates, the first Mike people dropped. that we like gold. He doesn't say much, but uh, we're going to continue this on. I just, that is, that needs to go on Twitter right now. That just, that one That's a W right there. Oh. So we knew gold was a good store of value. Um, but I think equally important, you know, the dollar is used in more illicit activities. 99. I know we talked 99. about that. Obviously. 99.9. And, well, and Joe's made that point before, but I, I, you don't, so you, put, you ascribe nothing to the idea that Bitcoin is a beloved uh, currency for those who are trying to do nefarious things. Well, here's a way to think of it. C 
criminals don't trust anybody, but they trust Bitcoin. And so if you right. want to say what is a trusted asset, right. it's really what would be right. the this least is trustworthy like, code. Right. This is like saying you follow the technology that starts with P-O-R-N, right? No, I just like the oh. just the worst, like he starts to try to come up with like some metaphor and analogy, right? He just And then he starts stretching and picking it. I don't know why that was the first thing he led to. Like, is that good in well, moderation it's, it's, at all? Well, it's not even a good example. It's like you're following the technology like VHS. Well, DVD. His example there was like, okay, well, that is built on top of a platform. Like, he should be yelling at the web services, not the yeah. under. Like, <laughs> again, the illicit activities. But watch this. I think because because that's. I think it's like. Right. It, I remember it, like videotapes and. This it's and it's that. like blaming the object for itself for for the nefarious behavior when it's the humans that are that are using the. Object. Exactly. I mean, you, you, would you, can you imagine the world of pain management? without strong pain medicine. Look what happens when you abuse the pain medicine. But can you imagine it with, with it? It's, it's a, and I've even used right. the, 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 you take a, a car or a truck. No, of course, but some you have use more utility. That. No, but, but this, is the, this is the difference. And I will, I will take Gary Gensler's side on this particular description of the situation. Yeah. Chat, put one if you agree, if you're on Gary Gensler's side, put two if you're not, because he's about to defend Gary Gensler. Here we go. A car has immense value to society, economic it, value to society. Why does it, you, there's a utility right, case. Right, but why does it you resonate with you? That, you if, could argue that a, a strong Tylenol actually has a, a But in a the history of the world, in the now. history of the world, right. if 99% of the nefarious activities were, were using dollars, why don't you have the same negative viewpoint towards a dollar? Because it, has a, it has a great utility in the same way the car has a great utility. Well, you don't know. You don't because you don't appreciate the utility of Bitcoin doesn't mean that other people don't appreciate it. No, that's not true. Taking that's him not to true. the woodshed. I, I don't appreciate it because I'm using it for ransomware. I appreciate it because no, it's a store of value. I don't appreciate it. Here's value his last point. It's a store value, not spec. If it was no. a store value, it would stay one price. They literally Liar start face. playing the outro music because they go wow. on to argue. And Tom Lee, the entire time, the only thing he said was yeah. that pirates were the first ones to light gold, which was just so <laughs> funny. And then set them on this tangent of like, no, you're wrong. It's for illicit activities. I don't know, where do you stand on this? Uh, that was a very base uh, pirate take there. Uh, share my screen real quick, Nick. I summed it up perfectly. Liar face. Do you guys remember <laughs> me bringing up liar face earlier in the week? This is going to be a theme of 2024. We're going to see liar face. Do we actually think he believes that? No one believes. No, none of us think that, right? We I, have a smart <laughs> chat. We have a smart audience. We have a smart enough audience to know he is lying through his teeth. We have a smart enough audience to know he doesn't believe the things he's saying. He is smart enough to know a store of value can fluctuate. I think you should have given him the Oscar for yeah. that, uh, that acting experience you just did right there. There you go. That is for CNBC uh, for that acting word. At, at this point, I just don't understand how complex it is to understand, right? You can literally put it to a chart with the ECB. Yet the ECB is going to come out, right? and you can do it with the dollar, the euro. It doesn't matter what currency. And those are some of the most stable currencies. Do it with any other currency. The chart's going to even look worse. They're coming out here saying like, oh, no, it's, it's just a primary use for like money laundering indexes. If that's the case, why the F is Larry Fink saying that five years ago and now launching it to utilize new financial products that are seeing billions upon billions of dollars in inflows. The only difference between illicit activities that take place with Bitcoin versus the US dollar is the accountability and the transparency. You can't audit the government. You can't audit the Pentagon. You can't audit some criminal. On chain with a public ledger, you can see every transaction and that is what the purpose of it is. And that doesn't go into the value. I mean, obviously there's a lot of value to that, but you can get into 
a lot of other arguments here, but we got a lot of super chats coming in. We have so funny that the old is pro Bitcoin and the a younger guy. That is that is so true. I actually didn't even think of that. Yeah. Wow. A little bit of a divergence with the uh, the where people of their ages normally lie. Uh, Alexander uh, Alexopoulos, uh, two dollar Canadian super chat. Too late to jump in for render a ten x. It's a great question, uh, and we're gonna actually we'll get that, to that. We'll look at that later. In, in the show. just yeah, exactly. We've got some clips. I do want to give you my thoughts, uh, but some people are calling it the Nvidia of crypto. So just have the Nvidia. Uh, it's of crypto not Mr. In mind. Squawk. It's uh, who who bought Sorkin? The banks. This is from Kelly Kellum. The banks government. He sure changed his tune since last week when he was. T- taking Gensler to task. Well, I'm glad at least, uh, you know, chat, no one likes Gary Gensler. Um, can we get some fire Gary Genslers in the chat? Because, yeah, John Deaton is now running against Elizabeth Warren. There is yeah. a fight for our rights, so to speak, with, uh, you know, crypto regulation. Uh, so we need some fire Gary Genslers in the chat because that guy is just a complete, utter tool here. But before we get into all of the, you know, altcoins you guys need to be paying attention to, there's an entire industry we've already been covering. We're going to give you a bunch of hidden gems as well as industries that are starting to emerge with some... I'm pretty sure videos you have may have never seen with these altcoins that might make you more Whoa. bullish than ever. But before we do that, we need to understand the chart. So Kelly, welcome to the show. Uh, absolute pleasure. I love the background today. Looking absolutely clean. Looking stunning as always. How are the charts looking? Where's Bitcoin heading? Are we going up? Are we going down? Can we look at Render? Where are we at? We're hey, we're, we're going to go through a bunch of stuff. I'm going to go I'm gonna real go. quick. I'm getting double in the headphone. There, there we, we go. go. We got it sorted now. Everybody hit that. that like button for technology. <laughs> Let's talk about it. First things first, I'm so bullish, but we are getting a little overheated. The nuple here, nut unrealized profit and loss shows that we're Uh-oh. getting a back up here in the green and we've seen right. previous cycles. I still think there's a possibility of a downside, downside move on the charts. And I'm going to show you why here, Let's even go. though I'm so bullish, and these alts are ripping, but let's talk about it. Looking at this chart right here from CryptoCon, he basically has these wallets of 10 to 100 Bitcoin and showing when these drop pretty substantially, we're also uh, coming into a, a local top. This right here, drop, price drop. They, they've been selling off as we've pushed up here above uh, basically 40 into $53,000. Uh, they've been a lot of basically... I don't want to say sell pressure, but they've, they've been moving out of their positions. Uh, these addresses holding 10 to 100. But now, at the same time, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of uncertainty about what's happening in the market. Because when we look at this chart right here, this shows under, under one Bitcoin, one to 10, 10 to 100, 100 to 1,000, 1,000 to 10,000, and 10,000 and above. The wallets with 100 or more, all the way up to 10,000 plus, are stacking. Everybody else has been getting a little bit uncertain here. And I've heard a little speculation around this. Other other analysts in the space that I know, uh, Sam, people are asking, basically ch- chatting with them, letting them know that there's still a little bit of uncertainty in the market based on when we come out here on, the, on this sort of ma- macro chart here on the weekly, the fact that this was, I mean, a, a lot of people in the market, as much as we live in our own bubble, a lot of people in the market still do not understand this chart right here. This having chart and understanding this bull run that is more likely than not to come. And so when the fact that we had this huge downtrend and a shakeup of not only downturn in price, but loss of confidence in some regards with all the the sort of cascading failures we had throughout the space. So the fact that the price has reached back up into this area 
And we're also seeing this FUD and uncertainty and doubt and all this stuff regarding the stock market. Even though it's pushing higher, there's still people that cannot believe that it's pushing higher, that we're not going to get a recession. I do think there is some mixed mixed bags of people in the market that are trying to sort of either hedge their risk or get out because we're back at a level that they can't believe that we may we may be pushing higher. So on that note, on the most immediate future, I do I still do see a possibility of these lower prices. But I'm not ruling out this price action just chopping and doing these liquidity washouts as we've had right here back and forth and back. The two main levels I'm watching is 52,400 and 50,400, which is representative of all these highs uh, right in here. And then if we drop below this level, I do think we're going to start cascading lower. So right now it's it's a little bit of an uncertain time frame based on everything going on in the market right now. And ultimately, I'm really watching for the price if it does drop much further uh you know below, the, below those targets $42,000 I think is going to be an excellent opportunity if the price does get down there but there's a lot of stuff going on in the market I want to just really quick uh cover ethereum ethereum ripping to the upside uh over the last couple of weeks you know I mean back here January 22nd January 22nd to now come on measuring tool there we go January 22nd to now up 40% 38 nice. to 40% move. I mean, this is massive. We're coming into a very well-known area that we're in right now, though. Uh, you know, basically this sort of trend line that we have right in right in through here. So I do think that there's a possibility that we do get a little bit of a shakeout to the downside here. Seeing as how we have a little bit of a lower low here, a little bit of a lower high here. If we do break down from here, I'm watching for a move down into the 2780 sort of region and, and we can reconvene. I'm a little hesitant to look for lower prices on Ethereum because of this uh, pending ETH ETF that's on the horizon. Uh, but this is looking really good. We got positive money flow, everything good. Fetch AI. Put, I mean, just ripping to the upside from that same, uh, basically beginning of the month all the way up to where we're at now. That's 138% move with where it's at right now. Also, AGIX ripping to the upside. I mean, everything in the uh, this D-Pen narrative side as well as uh, AI is just pushing higher and higher. This is actually formed a bit of a parabola here on Render. I mean, back here from F February 7th, this is already up, I mean... 84%. So do I think it can go higher? I do think it can go higher because on the move that we're in right now, uh, the, I think this is a 2.618 up here at 858. And then the next 3.618 is up here at 1068. But I am going to watch for these, these moves that we're having these rise, shakeout, retraces to the downside continuations. But there's a lot of narrative around all these different deep in plays and GRT and Filecoin and HBAR, a lot large in part because of what we're seeing on NVIDIA. NVIDIA, we have to be aware. Some of this positive speculation we're seeing in the, uh, the altcoins that are somewhat uh, tied to the deep in narrative, tied to AI, all these sorts of plays. This is also riding a little bit of the coattails of this of NVIDIA, which just had massive earnings. They blew out of the water what everybody thought was already too high of a projection. Uh, but even with NVIDIA, there's, there's signs in the chart, positive money flow, everything's still angled up. This is uh, accelerating to the upside. Next target on this will be up here at 993. So I don't know. It's really hard to weigh right now when we're looking at what's going on in these markets. What's the speculation and what's the fundamental drive? No. I think things are getting irrational right now. Uh, my biggest question right now is with uh, China. Yeah, I said it. We want to be boring. China, 
I just uh, shared a metric yesterday on BitLab Academy uh, on the stream and on Blockchain Basement. Their foreign investments are down 82% from a couple of years ago. And if, they're, if their investments, their foreign funding for things that they're doing is down that far and Evergrande just collapsed and all this, I can't see what the next step for them is other than printing. And so uh, as uncertain as things feel, it also feels like we're in that liquidity cycle that is marrying up right now with when the halving is going to be. So any drawdowns that happen on any of these projects and all these projects I've outlined in the BitLab members uh, streams there on the Discord, Hey man, I, I think we're setting up for some really good opportunities if we get any dips. But I, I'm just I'm riding these things right now. Same for uh, same for us, I believe so, Kelly. Because yeah, no, uh, Josh, you're still riding your render bags, right? Uh yeah. Now those I have taken profits on on the way up, but uh, that's actually not my biggest bag in Deepin. So Ooh. I will be showing. Well, actually, in the event today on this core, I'll be going through all my Deepin favorite picks and stuff. But you know, guys, Deepin in this hype cycle, which we're going to talk about in literally two seconds uh, and and very in depth is. You know, already starting to, the trend has not only started, it's been going on. And so there's going to be other categories and industries that you want to start preparing yourself for. It's always good to be early to a trend, not at the top of that trend. So, you know, before we get into render though, guys, chat, let me know who is holding render because I got an insane video I'm about the show for you guys. Uh, High Block Capital, guys, does have some liquidations I wanted to talk about. One is where are we going to be heading, you know, in the near term? We are in a negative delta spread. So buy when there's blood in the streets, right? Now, it's not that much. There's not that many more short positions than long positions, but markets are starting to short and favor shorts a lot more than longs, which what is what shows us on this chart right here, guys, is a very simple, okay? All you need to know is color coordination. You don't need to know anything about these fancy lines and all the metrics. The darker the, or the brighter the yellow, the more liquidations at that level and the longer obviously is going to be uh, very important to watch here. So you could see that at the 52K level, guys, uh, now even above 53 at 53,500, there is a lot of liquidity opening up. And we do have a significant amount right below us at 50,850. So if you've noticed, we're bouncing off of it. And it's it does this. It's kind of like the end of a cave. And at the end of that cave, or I don't even know what you would want to make for that, that analogy there, but at the end of it, it just continues to get tighter and tighter and tighter until something breaks, until it has to either you know, break the wall or, you know, go back out of the tunnel, which would be technically in, in this terms would be going down in price. So you know, I'm expecting us to continue higher. We're seeing a lot of liquidation start to stack up above us. People are, you know, they were fundamentally bearish yesterday because of NVIDIA's uh, stock earnings and their reports coming out. I listened to that call. It was like an hour long earnings call. Mm. And uh, the things that the CEO was saying, the, the projections he has, even if they meet half of those expectations, there is so much more growth in the AI sector and the GPU scene that that is going to roll over into a lot of the artificial intelligence and physical infrastructure, which we're going to talk about right here, which is why, guys, uh, kind of, we're going to actually unplug this again. I want to show you guys this video. This is oh, a very boy. old video. Uh, I think it's a, actually not that old, honestly. I think it might be a year. It's from last year. There's only one crypto ever that NVIDIA has talked about. Uh, that they have invited to their conventions, mm -hmm. that Jensen, the CEO of NVIDIA, has actually invited on stage. And that's none other than Render. So shout out to everybody in chat that is holding this project. Let's listen to this for a quick minute. I'd like to introduce from Otoy. Where's Jules? I saw him earlier. Hey, Jules, come on, come up here. Jules Erbach, oh. he is the CEO of Otoy. He's the founder of Otoy. This particular window has 112 GPUs connected to it. Now, you don't need all those GPUs at once. In fact, we can serve as many customers. It's completely elastic. But when you want to render that frame, uh, you, you know, you should take, as, as, as Jensen would say, we no, take... by the way, 
the fact that this all of this graphics is done in Southern California, yeah. and we're looking at it like this, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's already pretty <laughs> cool. Yep. And yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yep. And thank yeah. You. yeah, Nvidia CEO is clapping for the founder of Renderer. <laughs> yep. And this is in 2013. <laughs> and now we're heading into a world with real-time rendering AI. It's really kind of hard to predict, you know, how massive GPU computing is going to change things. Yeah, world's largest decentralized GPU network. So it's really cool to see how far they have come and being on stage with Jensen, which is now literally one of the largest companies in the world and the advancements they've been doing, they've been breaking Wall Street's expectations by milestones. They, mm. in fact, they beat it by 8% again. It's like the fifth quarter in a row at this point and they continually are getting faded by Wall Street investors. And there's, there's, a two, there's two issues with this. One, are we in a bubble? Of course, you know, that is going to be completely speculative. We can't tell when that bubble is going to pop. You know, things are running up. AI is starting to be adopted more than ever. And that is, we are at all-time highs. Stock markets, uh, NVIDIA is up like literally 280%, which means, guys, by the way, just to give you guys a perspective, NVIDIA is the size of the entire crypto market. So NVIDIA actually doubling in size is like one, that's $1 trillion. Yeah. So it moved the entire market cap of Bitcoin. It's like Bitcoin going from 50 uh, $50,000 to 100K is what they did in the last year. And this isn't a, a speculative tech asset. Oh, it doubled in size, but you know what? Users increased 10%. No, uh, if we share right here, last year, they had revenue of 13 billion in the second quarter, the fiscal year. That is a 101% increase from the same quarter just one year ago. And they have doubled revenue year over year. So it makes sense for the price to double. It's actually oh, valuation kind of sticking within the the regular frames there. Uh, we do have a super chat from Michael Hall. What do you think of, or Micah, uh, AMKT? I was looking at it. It looks like an aggregated coin that you could buy. Um, well, if, if, if you don't have time to follow, uh, I, I would say, you know, a, a somewhat of a crypto index fund, that, that's probably a pretty good call for you. Yeah, yeah, I've never actually heard or looked into it, so I kind of give an opinion on that. So I, don't, I just don't have a thought on it for you, I, there, I brother. Have time Sorry about to that. Deep dive, and I'm, I'm going. You know, they, it looks like they largely stay in the like top fifteen cryptos. I'm going deeper. I'm yeah, going deeper. Definitely, right now, you can tell that Josh gets excited about talking about Nvidia. Yeah, because you know, just there's so much. I dropped the video last night. They broke something known as Moore's law, and I want you to go watch that video because it explains essentially the projections that are unprecedented. We are about to enter the era of digitalization. This is a digital revolution. This is the next revolution. We went from the, indu the industrial revolution to now digital. And while AI has been around for a long time, the physical infrastructure, the products, the miners, these things are created, guys. These supercomputers have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of parts. NVIDIA supercomputers, I think, weigh like 70 pounds. It's like outrageous. And so the world we're heading to, metaverses, artificial intelligence videos like Sora, this isn't something that's like 10 years from now, which they were projecting only two years ago. It's happening now, and within two years, our lives are good. There's not only millions, like, you're, there's millionaires going to be made from crypto, 100%. But I am beyond excited for the video editing and everything that's going to become from that creation. This is opening up an entire new era of entrepreneurs, and that is why I'm so excited here. So, you know, I did want to run through, well, we already kind of went through the earnings. I recommend you guys go watch the video from last night if you want the full breakdown. Uh, you have sole render file could dominate decentralized AI amid intensified NVIDIA uh, scrutiny. So, this is really going to be just that D-pin category. According to Vinny Lingham, a prominent figure and pioneer in the blockchain and crypto industry, increasing government interference in NVIDIA's activities could accelerate the scaling of global distributed crypto platforms. 
This is why we're bullish. Uh, I, on I will say this. I like Vinny. I respect Vinny. I've listened to a lot of podcasts with Vinny. Uh, the This Week in Startups. They have a, a once a week. They're diving into AI. I was listening to it all the time about a year ago. He's heavy into Solana. So I, I just I do want to say that Talk Vinny in his bag. very very strongly biased towards Solana. One hundred percent. And renders I think built on top of that as well directly. Yeah, so yeah. I just want to you know I just wanted to throw he he throws Solana as a, a compute play. I, I find that no. a little bit of a dubious distinction. Yeah, they're just utilizing. Yeah, it's it's render is what it's we're talking L, about here. It's like here. any L one with a compute name. Oh, oh, there's a compute coin on it. ETH is a compute play. Solana's a compute play. Cardano's a compute play. I mean, it's technically yeah. Technically, I think the best the the one that wouldn't be because Solana is completely reliant on Amazon Web Services would be ICP Internet Computer Protocol. So if they want to make that argument, yeah, the IC, hard argument ICP would get that uh, L one distinction. Definitely, we see the price action, Solana. right? So you know, this is where you want to go into those low caps and render and that GPU services that's being provided. But without, you know, with that said, I do believe we're moving towards this position of regulatory uncertainty. We had Co-Kevin say, uh, we are, and this is unknown territory, and you couldn't be further, or it's, right on the dot. That is, you're putting that nail in the coffin with that one. So we're at a point in life and in history where, you know, we have an entirely new sound money that's been created that for 10 years was told it was going to go to zero. It was going to die. It had a thousand obituaries on every single mainstream media service. Now everybody's starting to realize, wow, there's a lot of power to this. And not only is there power within Bitcoin, there's a power to a lot of the utilization in the crypto sector. The people that say that there isn't, there's no product, there's no value, there is products out there in the crypto sector that are generating revenue like Render has through Oltoy, right? Now, of course, there is going to be a lot of upside, and a lot of building that still needs to be done. But we are disgustingly early. People said NVIDIA, get this, Morgan Stanley, five years ago, said that they would never touch NVIDIA and that it was just kind of this bubble that was going to pop and it was going to go away because it wasn't as, uh, as great as they stated. They ended up changing everything. GPU to accelerated computing, which they invented. Uh, they started making everything faster, everything more scalable. They're the reason why AI is going to be where it's at. And those same people are the ones that are now finally going, okay, maybe, maybe we were wrong here. And it's still really, really early. And those same people are now saying that about crypto. They're saying crypto is not going to make it. It's, mm. it's bad. It's failed. Bitcoin failed as a decentralized currency. And they couldn't be further from the truth. And that's why we're here to make tons and tons of money. Yeah, and I just saw a post. I, I was looking for it. If you put it, I haven't found it yet. If you put $100 in NVIDIA, it was around 10 years ago. It's over a million dollars. Wow. Sorry, bucks. one more time. What did you just say? Yeah, I'd have to, you know, almost $100 to, to 1.8 million. Yeah, I saw a post. So you actually never know uh, with those things. Let's see. We go to the stock. We hit max. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So if you got in uh, $3. Okay. So yeah, you're looking, uh, well, not quite that far. So. Okay, so maybe it was like 15 years ago. Yeah, so if you got in, could have got in under a dollar, it's $777. It's a pretty good gain right there. So we got to splash some cold water on this, right? A lot of people are bullish and every right to be bullish, right? But Are the you know, billionaires bullish though? Because when I think yeah. about, you know, I, I just saw the whales. I want to swim with the whales. You know, I want to swim with Elon and Jeff uh, and Vitalik and Justin. Yeah, yeah. Well, those whales, guess yeah. what? They're exiting They're their more. long positions. Oh. They're selling, guys. <laughs> Your CEOs, your billionaires, this is where should you sell your crypto? Because uh, these articles really want to make you to make you do it. Billionaires like Zuckerberg, Buffett, and Bezos are selling off tech stocks, raising questions about crypto investments. The highlights here are that Mark Zuckerberg's disposal of MetaShares worth half a billion dollars, which guys, I gotta honestly just say too, I'm gonna read these numbers. Realize these people are worth tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, and Warren's Buffett's trimming of his Apple stake alongside Jeff Bezos' massive Amazon sell-off are prominent examples of this trend. Uh, similarly, Buffett, uh, Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway paired its Apple holdings by 1%. So you want to hear that one more time? 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1
One percent. One. So wow, two billion dollars. You know, one million dollar. What you know, whatever, half a billion dollars. Wait, realize that's like that's like if you have a thousand bucks, someone selling off you know ten dollars. Yeah. You know, it's it's that is the difference here. That's the magic. So uh, Bezos' divestiture of Amazon shares totaling approximately eight point five billion. He is the biggest one here. Further illustrates the trend of billionaires cashing in on tech stocks' robust performance. However, it's no th- are worth noting that when technological giants such as Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg collectively sold more than $42.9 billion stocks in mid-December of 2021, it led to a notable pullback in this market. So, so far, Bezos is the one that has sold. Uh, everything else was really small, so this is not even... There's like a tenth of this. I heard Gates is selling. Uh, Bill Gates well, so, is so, not in this article, but I've, I've seen, again, see. you know, th- it could be dubious. We, we don't know exactly. Of course, uh, I'll, I'll maybe try to find something uh, in the meantime, but it could be a little bit more than those uh, individuals right there. Yeah, <laughs> if we share my screen, the stocks uh, that Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and more are buying and selling there. So, well, we scroll there. So, yeah, it looks like Jeff uh, Jeff is not alone here. Uh, Warren Buffett, another 1% uh, sell, but <laughs> that could be a whole lot. <laughs> And uh, Carl I- uh, Icon also selling as well. So. Yeah, it's, you know, so we're going to get to this story even more. But, you know, first shout out to the uh, five gifts that were just given. If I don't know if you can highlight over that. Alex so Green. Alex Green? Yeah, Alex Shout Green. out to Alex. Much love. Thank you so much for the support, guys. Thank you for all the likes. You know, we got literally like a thousand of you guys watch right now. If you guys can help us smash that like button. We haven't done it this year yet. I feel like today's that stream, though, which is the power and the encouragement that we have from your guys' support. Let's get this stream to 1,000 likes, guys. We can easily get to 500. I know we can do this. Let's get it to 1,000. So, guys, make sure you guys close that gap. Appreciate you guys for being here. And another 10 coming from Kelly. Shout Whoa. out to you guys. Welcome to the, the, alley, or the allies here, guys. Every single Friday, we do a member-only stream where we go over our hidden gems and take your guys' cryptos and walk through them with you guys doing a lot uh, of in-depth research. Fade and TradFi, Gates sold, but it was a fraction of his portfolio. Yeah, it looks like Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Trust uh, reduced their stake about 3%. Uh, to about fourteen billion, right there. So, so they just okay, took that's, some that's, profits. Took some profits. That's it. Yeah, that, 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 and exactly. There's nothing wrong with taking so profits. We, here. we haven't seen the fifty billion, uh, you know, sell prices yet. You know, so we're not quite at the tens of billions right now. We're only in yep. single digit billions. And so it's, it's worth watching, though. Yeah, and something that's also worth noting is cryptocurrency investors in this context should not rush to sell their Bitcoin, right? Based on the actions of a few high profile figures. Unless it's Justin Sun, unless and Vitalik, it's Justin Sun, get out, and, and then guess, yeah, then sell. Didn't he just buy half a billion dollars worth of ETH? Yeah, Justin Sun's buying. So, so I mean, you know, again, we're we're literally like this. Well, we're yes, just, a, <laughs> yes, a market buy that uh, they're that, playing with the retail balls. You know, USDC. Uh, I don't on ETH. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. True. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe that'll be in the phone recording. <laughs> another example is going to be 2012, where Bitcoin's value plummeted by 50 percent just a few months before the halving. The pattern repeated itself in 2016 and 2020. So every single halving cycle. And this is why we keep saying, you know, there are pullbacks uh-huh. right before the halving every single time, you know, but this so far, we've only seen 20% pullbacks. But yeah. we've seen more pullbacks. And a trader's often wor- like famous last words are this time will be different. Uh, you know, so you got to take that into account. Even though we have financial products, we have ETFs, the investment giants, you know, we have billions of dollars in inflows. And it's honestly a completely different industry than it was four years ago. You have to take that history in account. You know, Nick brought up a good point a long time ago. Why would BlackRock sell a product that has these 40% drawbacks, 60% drawbacks, 80% drawbacks? Well, since BlackRock's expressed interest, we've just seen more increased amount of drawbacks, but there's been smaller drawbacks of 20%. Maybe that's part of BlackRock's strategy there, Nick. You know, uh, make it a little bit 
the the drawbacks aren't quite as bad. In fact, they're almost easily telegraphed for their buddies to get even more. Yeah, yeah and as the largest asset manager in the world, the other thing I think about is ESG, which they took a big they took a beating towards over yeah. the last two years. And so my thoughts going into launching that financial product is why would they enter a position in a new market uh, as the leader? They're the lead factor of this. This is, in my equivalent, it is like 1975 with Jack Bogle, who created the index funds uh, with Vanguard. So the other largest asset manager in the world. This is their breakout. And my point would be, if they were you know, somewhat hesitant on this industry with already having the credibility shot, losing trillions of dollars in investors' funds, why would they pursue this? And that's because I believe their projections are much higher. They believe in a $100,000 Bitcoin. They believe in a $500,000 Bitcoin. They look at a longevity cycle for Bitcoin moving into the 2030s. So we also have Coinbase CEO though here, uh, fulfills pledge to sell 2% stake. Now he could sell another 5%. So Brian Armstrong told Twitter a year and a half ago that he intended to sell 2% of his Coinbase stake to, uh, to fund other ventures. He did exactly that. Between November 2022, in November 2023, Armstrong sold about 790,000 Coinbase shares, equivalent to 2% of the ownership stake disclosed in Coinbase's uh, perspective. So we do have another sell-off. This was a little bit earlier uh, last year. And honestly, this makes me bullish because he's investing into a category I love heavily, which is DeFi, decentralized yep. yeah, science. I was, just, I was actually about to set you up. You know, yeah, he's going to invest. It's not going to be DeFi. It's not going to be DPIN. Maybe a little bit is going to be the side. It's, he wants to live forever. He wants to grow his hair back. 100%. I'm projecting. And what's the one thing every billionaire wants to do? Uh, uh, they want to have a underground layer with a submarine port. Is well, that what we're going to say? Well, they want to do they ice want baths. Private islands. They want to do ice baths. I don't no, know where they we're going. want to live longer, longevity. Now, I don't know where I got to pull. I got to find the thing here right now, Vita Dow. But his project is RSC. So if you guys don't know about this, uh, Brian Armstrong has a D-side project called Research Coin. It did like a 50. We've been talking about this. We were talking about it well before Ooh, it was a sale. penny. Um, and oh, this thing went to man. do like a, it did like a 70x at one point. I do expect this to get listed on Coinbase eventually, but it won't be the first one. If, from my perspective, maybe it will be because I want to be shocked it'd be a about little conflicts bit of, of interest. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be shady. Not really. It'd be but very shady. It, 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 yeah, definitely raise eyebrows and it'd piss off Gary Gensler. I 100% agree. But what's also coming into the sector is more money. And I expect a lot more investments to roll into this sector, guys. And it's still early. I expect CZ, you hear it first. I've said it for like, I've been in this for like two years now. Uh, CZ is going to launch a decentralized science project. It's more than likely going to be in the biotech category. Uh, but I imagine that's going to launch sometime between the next six to 18 months. And that's because I have multiple sources uh, from these DSI communities that I've talked to that have said, yeah, we've been, you know, uh, in talks with their teams and there's been a lot of connections being uh, had that are interest in pursuing this industry. So I expect that and that will pump that entire market. Uh, we also got up here today, uh, Bitcoin steadies above $50,000 for over a week and a new accumulation pattern. So Bitcoin, we actually just saw this. Kelly covered it briefly. Uh, there's a lot of accumulation at the zone. And as I showed you on high block, uh, that we are starting to see more shorts take place, which is really good. You get more shorts, that windshield is going to go up. Those market makers are going to push prices up further. So still bullish signs. And NVIDIA coming out with strong earnings tells me one thing. Uh, that's, and this is, my, this is my alpha for the chat here, guys. The Bitcoin halving might be the local top. And I, I'm 70% on that side. I am more bearish on the Bitcoin having than bullish. And that's not that I'm bu bearish or bullish, sorry, in, in the long term. It's that every single halving cycle we've had, guys, when the halving takes place, there's usually a 10 to 20% sell-off after it actually happens and a lot more accumulation. And there's going to be a lot of hype in the next 60 days as we get closer to that event. 
And it's also at the same time that we're getting like close to an Ethereum ETF. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of hype right there. You might want to start taking profits around yeah, that Yeah, the range. whole Dincoon upgrade and what happened with 2021 with mm -hmm. the uh, with the upgrade that was the Shanghai or the Appella. I'd have to look at the the exact name there. But yeah, last time we had a major upgrade, it was record number of green daily candles. Might play out again. Now, we do have some bullish uh, price targets. You know, you're saying, you know, BlackRock, they expect these higher targets. 150K on the table this year, according to FrontStrat's uh, Tom Lee. And that's who we just watched. Uh, in the beginning of the episode, that guy right there. So uh, if you're just now joining, hey, folks, make sure you go ahead and hit the like button. We do bring you live content Monday through Friday. But if you're just now joining, go rewind that. We had some really good clips in the beginning. Yeah, it was, it's been an awesome here, our time here today, guys. Beyond 69K, though, what's the real price Bitcoin has reached? I think that was the one we just jumped on was the 150K. Uh, ultimately, there's a lot of projections going higher now because of all the, one, of course, the presidential elections. Uh, but two, the second thing I'm watching for, guys, and probably the most important is the Fed pivot. I don't think we're going to see interest rates cuts or reduce. The Fed minutes were postponed. Uh, from my projections, I honestly think that's because, and I could be wrong on this, right? I'm just, this is just my personal opinion, is they don't, they maybe weren't strict enough within those meetings, uh, within those minutes, and markets can take that as they are looking to start to pivot in May. Now, I am more under the understanding, I personally believe just due to the current stance of the economy, stickier inflation, it's going to be like the la the latter of this. It's going to be the second half of this year uh, before we get those rate cuts. And historically, when we get rate cuts, that coincides with a downtrend in tech stocks and our risk on assets. So keep that in mind as we approach that oh, later twenty twenty. All right, we got the five dollar hype from uh, Alexander G. So appreciate that with the five dollar hype there. Mm -hmm. uh, we have SEC leader resigns. Uh, this is uh, one of the five uh, heads of the Hydra here, stating crypto is here to stay following Bitcoin ETF approval. So uh, the person with the bullish statement on crypto is out of the SEC. Uh-oh. Uh, Layden Stewart is a prominent figure. Oh, wait, this wasn't even one of the five. No, this is, a. Uh, I want to say it was someone in the legal arm here. They left their position to join White & Case, renowned law firm based in the U.S., and they led the SEC's crypto and cyber litigation unit since September 22 and played a pivotal role in overseeing significant uh, litigation involving major players in the cryptocurrency industry. And now uh, she's going to be, uh, or they're going to be the top lawyer that all these expensive crypto firms can hire. Be like, yeah, we got this former SEC lawyer. We're ready to take you on court, uh, Gary Gensler. So honestly, very bad news for Gary Gensler. Very, very bad news for the SEC. Now they have, imagine this, someone from the Chiefs go works for the 49ers a week before the Super Bowl. You know they're they're gonna she's, yeah. they're gonna know the playbook here. So uh, good news for crypto. Yeah, kind of sus as well. You know, like yeah. Well, it's, you, know, you know what? You, oftentimes people work in government and then they go leave, get a high paying job. You know, like a, a Nikki Haley, uh, for instance. And so uh, you know, it's just a it's a normal uh, thing. Yeah. Normal thing. I can't believe you just said that on uh, Nikki Haley. So it's just when uh. I think of leaving government <laughs> office to go getting paid millions with you know dubious credentials. That's just the first name I think. Yeah, of. you know it's it yeah. it makes me you know if you guys want to get rich. Okay, this is how you do it. I'm gonna tell you guys work at this the UN. The, uh, work at the UN, fail at your job, and then get an advisory position yeah. at some mili military industrial like complex Martin. building, like Lockheed Martin, maybe a Raytheon. Raytheon's definitely the sexiest version, but it could be a Boeing. Really up to you and what part, what weapons arms you guys want to deal with. But that is how 
you get funding. That's how you get donors, guys. Yep. And then, boom, all of a sudden, you're living in a it's, $6 million house. Is there a way oh. we can fight back in crypto? Is there like, a, you know, any way we can band together, maybe with some twins, you know, maybe in kind of a lobbying or anything? I mean, what, what would you say we do here, Josh? Well, one could say it's a fair shake. And that is, uh, of course, Pro Crypto Super PAC is making waves with a $4.9 million funding from the Winklevoss twins, guys. We have in a resounding show of support for the thriving crypto sector, the Super PAC Political Action Committee, Fairshake, has secured a substantial funding of $4.9 million coming from none other than the co-founders of Gemini, the Winklevoss twins here. Bloomberg has reported revealing that the Winklevoss brothers have each contributed $2.45 million, of course, committed to promoting their interests of cryptocurrency enthusiasts in the political scene. With over $85 million raised to date, Fairshake has represented a formidable force in shaping the disclosure or discourse, sorry, on blockchain technology and digital assets. Now, what is Fairshake, you ask? Well, this is the committee that is fighting for us, guys. This is a political action committee that is looking to push whether it is, you know, prevent someone like S uh, Gary Gensler from getting funding, uh, prevent Elizabeth Warren from, you know, getting a bill passed. This is what these PACs are utilizing. Uh, the money for to stop and prevent. And they also might end up creeping into the donor bags of people like John Deaton running against them. And I don't mean creeping in a bad way. I just meant these are the people that are going to support the people we want to replace politicians that have zero interest in crypto or have interest only in CBDCs. And Massachusetts, I want you to have zero interest in Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is now scared. She's on the back foot, sends another plea for funding to her donors in the wake of this morning's announcement from Deaton. Uh, so just keep up the heat, folks. We're going to continue to do the same, and you know, uh, we'll, we'll probably continue to support John Deaton, friend of the show, and he was just on uh, last week. Uh, $5 Super Chat. Anyone know Celsius alternative email? You have to get Coinbase distribution. Using same email didn't work. I use the same email, uh, so it worked for me. So I have seen people who've changed their email during this process or changed their address during this process have been having issues, difficulties. I imagine they're going to have to fix that. So maybe just give them some time. They're, they're probably settling a lot of claims right now. I, I love that Eleanor pushed this out on our Twitter saying that Warren admits it's going to take a strong grassroots movement to compete and win. Uh, it just disgusts me that, you know, she's going to raise tons and tons and tons and tons of money off this. And off she is literally middle class, lower class people when she's a proxy for the banks. Yeah, she's straight up a proxy for the bank. She's going to get her donors from that no matter what. And Elizabeth Warren... Uh, she has huge backing by the Democratic Party because she ran in 2020. She prevented Bernie Sanders from getting more votes, so that way the Democratic Party can step up. So the Biden administration owes a ton to her. And because of that, I'm like, this is actually, I think they're playing this down a little bit. I, it's much harder for a Republican, mind you, that's, that's Deaton's running, I believe, is Republican, against a Democratic senator, one of the most powerful, mind you, at mm -hmm. that rate, you know, Asking for more donations is just kind of baffling to me because one, she hasn't even passed bills and literally like, I think out of the 300 she's tried pushing through, has been very few. She lost against the banks, against uh, Janet Yellen in 2020. She's the reason why asset management groups are actually so big. They become too big to fail. She lost against them. And now she's attacking the one only decentralized currency that exists in the world, which is crypto and Bitcoin and freedom. So honestly, I'm just, I'm disgusted that she's asking for donations for that because you're literally donating to uh, the invasion of your privacy to CBDCs and government control, which is just... Uh, she's very smart, though. She, everything anti -crypto. If you look at her top donors, it's largely universities are going to be a, at the top of that list. She, you don't see big banks. Why? And big banks pay her for speaking gigs. So they don't donate to her campaign. They just pay her $500,000 to speak into a webcam for 30 minutes. I don't know where the value is in that, but uh, then all of a sudden, 
you know, you can say, well, you know, she's not beholden to the people that pay her millions of dollars. And all you got to do is look at her salary, look at her net worth, and then you can do the math yourself there. Yeah, now no, this, I'm with it too. I'm with it too. Um, the next story is a little <laughs> scary. I don't even know if we uh, talk about it. I, I will say I, I've, I've coined a phrase. It's four words. Uh, there's a lot of criticism for Gemini. It's image, uh, you know, it's capability. What it's making, I'll just say I, I've coined a phrase. I, I'm giving you this phrase. So woke it broke. So woke it broke from Gemini. Four, four words. Google released two updates to its artificial intelligence AI model, Gemini amid a storm. So not the Winklevoss twins, guys. Not the Winklevoss twins. Not the crypto company. It is artificial intelligence model, Gemini, amid a storm of controversy on social media over woke inaccurate imagery uh, produced by the model. This was previously a concern of major companies such as mobile services provider Samsung, who banned employees from using chat GPT like AI tools on Samsung-owned devices and internal networks in May of 2023. Google Gemini AI developer Jack here posted on X that some company is aware that Gemini is offering inaccuracies in some historical image generation depictions and said that the team is trying to implement immediate solutions. Uh, interesting. I think we'll kind of leave it at that. I want to just know what Chat's thoughts on uh, that. You know what? You know? It's, it's a lightning uh -oh. rod. And yeah. uh, so, show, you know, I would picture. say tread carefully. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I think it just, yeah, tread carefully with that one. But we have Apple adopting post-quantum cryptography for iMessage. So just more advancements, more security coming in. Uh, Apple just announced PQ3, a huge step forward in making iMessage's encryption stronger. Uh, so as we approach things like quantum and supercomputers, hopefully they're going to have these significant updates that prevent that. Uh, but this is, of course, just connecting to that quantum future that we should start. I don't say I don't think we're a decade from. I think we're probably five years from that starting to become a larger trend. So people that think like, oh, the tech bubble is over. Well, there's going to be another bubble, and that's going to be quantum. Because quantum is going to do things you can't even comprehend today with technology. So it's going to cause another trend and transition. Of course, your semiconductor companies and designers and GPU providers are going to be the most important on that run and deepen. So. Uh, is it account. a particle or a wave? I don't know. I don't know. All right, uh, ETH. Uh, we do have some ETH news we want to get into real quick. ETH breaks above 3K. Will FOMO lead to the top again here? Well, I think we're we are going to see some FOMO. We're already seeing some FOMO from Arthur Hayes. Uh, so who, who was the other big whale that just bought? Justin Sun. People, you don't think of FOMO. Justin Sun's a net buying again. It could be to buy uh, USDC. I don't. I don't know. But ETH made two attempts at the 3K level, but both had turned out to be very, very brief as it retraced back to lower levels. In the past day, though, let's just look right now. Where is Ethereum? If we go ahead and go to CoinGecko. Still below. It's about $32.83 away, $0.73 cents away. So we're getting close. You look at the seven-day. We haven't spent much time above 3 k But you know what they say? The more you knock on the door, the more likely that door is going to open. So the more we knock on 3 k as resistance, more likely it's going to get turned into support. Uh, so feeling a little bit bullish and the charts looking a little bit bullish as well. Yeah, you know, it it just comes as we you can only tap it so many times before we break through and yeah. coming to that 3K level and seeing all coins really show significant resistance against Bitcoin, uh, you know, pulling back just a tiny bit. All coins are performing very, very well. Now, this could mean we are in that alt season, which could be an indication that if we start seeing that flood of money move into a lot more very low caps, uh, that we are approaching a bit of a pullback here in the, in the near term. So I really want to see Bitcoin get back up to that 53K zone. If it can break through it, we are probably going to get that upside. But if it retests 53K one more time and gets rejected again, uh, that is just going to be a strong telling and sign that, yeah, it just can't break through that range. And we're more likely going to grow, uh, go grab liquidation lower below. But we have former BitMEX CEO Arthur Hayes named eight altcoins. So shout out to Arthur Hayes here. 
Uh, BitMEX CEO saying there is a bull rally coming here. While Bitcoin continues its volatile movements in recent days, these are going to be the eight cryptos you need to buy. It's just his according bag. To it's so Hayes. funny. It is his bag. What are his bags? So we have, here we go. You ready for this, guys? <laughs> oh, Stating gosh. that the altcoins he's considering and investing in at this point, which is a 100% is already I'm bullish invested. on a couple of these. Um, I love how he said he is considering. Like, no, he's definitely already in these. Uh, <laughs> DYDX, GMX, Pendle, Crav, Elixir, Flare, Axler, and Stablecoin, Athena. The famous CEO said that he has full faith in these altcoin projects. Let me know if you hold any of those in these chats, guys. Um, anytime a CEO or a Mark Cuban comes out and says, oh, I'm very bullish on these products. I'm thinking about buying more. Uh, they've already been in, right? right? You know, th there's no difference. They are definitely already in. So while the former CEO turned to altcoins where he saw a, a rally potential, it was noteworthy that he made a negative assessment about more popular altcoins such as Cardano a few days ago, which obviously he's been at war with Charles Hoskins. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't look too much into that one. But yeah, Arthur Hayes, uh, just another person kind of getting bullish. B&B's getting a little bit bullish too. The next level is $400. Just hit a 21-month high. I have just an old bag, not old, yeah, old bag of B&B just sitting in the BSE chain on my MetaMask. I never really look at it. And that's a coin I'm glad I didn't really uh, just kind of left it alone. In retrospect, one of the best plays in crypto was buy BNB near CZ's liquidation point. We should have known CZ is not going to get liquidated, y'all. Uh, he has more money than you, uh, so you should maybe uh, bet against him. I remember people shorting BNB at the bottom. I don't know if you recall that. Oh, Binance is going down. Oh, he's about to get liquidated. Oh, it's it's knocking on the door that a random poster said he's going to get liquidated at. Uh, and then it's just been. Uh, and can you say that name one more time? Who was that? Who shorted the bottom of the market? <sighs> a lot of people. I don't know. Who are you thinking? Oh, uh, well, pff, I'm going to keep that one in the pocket here and share it in the event stream ooh, on Discord today. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, we have. Go for it. I was just going to say, we also got a little bit of good news mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. Board Apes. Oh, yeah. I'm obviously uh, biased here. They got rid of the suit of the stiff uh, Greg Solano. Uh, you know what? You should have worked for Solana with that name, right? Right. If you're going to work with a crypto asset, don't be an ETH based. You got to go Solana based. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they welcome back Greg Solana, also known as Garg or Garga. Uh, what what do Garga? I, I want to make sure I say it right. Uh, Garga. Garga. It's Garga.eth, I believe. But yeah, uh, he is back. They got rid of the Activision guy. Yeah, Garga. Garga is now back in the CEO position. Yeah. To me, very, very awesome. I was very bullish on the ex-executive from Activision. However, I think he's just been kind of missing the mark uh, when it comes to the degen culture, the Moonbirds acquisition, and it seems like the community was pissed at they uh, that they bought Moonbirds, and then they made a very quick change and a sudden change and a huge change within days. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. very bullish for them too, because the community is going to be stoked that he's coming back. But I have a question for the chat here, guys. Let me know in the comments. Do you know what video game this is? Are you this old? This is from Trevor Bitcoin on Twitter. I'm very curious. I actually used to play this. So I know exactly what game this is. I know exactly what console it's on. So let me know what console and game this is on. Because oh, it's a really cool on. announcement uh, that I'm going to show you guys in just a second with ordinals on top of Bitcoin. But I want to see if chat actually is OG uh, and, and, and just real AF, so to speak. Because uh, this is one of the greatest games to honestly ever exist. This is addicting. So if you guys, while you pull that up there, there we go. go. Give three more seconds just so you guys can go, what is it? What is it? Boom, we have, you can now play Nintendo 64 games on Bitcoin thanks to this ordinal project. Pizza Ninjas brings an N64 <laughs> emulator to Bitcoin blockchain after success with the SNES. Oh, I love seeing it. 
uh, Banjo <laughs> Super Nintendo with better compression to boot. So yeah, Super Nintendo guys is coming to Bitcoin. So people say Bitcoin's technology. Well, it's the greatest technology. And that was back when Rare made the greatest video games. Rare made GoldenEye. Rare made uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, so yeah, they, they did some great Kong. ones. Uh, Banjo and Kazoo. Well, uh, folks, I don't know uh, anything else you wanted to add before we uh, tell the people to do. I do want to say, again, good job on the victory lap. Take that victory lap if you got in new net. If you updated that 10K portfolio, we are continuing to beat Bitcoin. We're going to continue wow. to beat Bitcoin. We're going to continue <clears> to beat <throat> your favorite altcoin. We're going to try to turn that 10K into a million. Uh, so, hey, uh, you got to you see those 10K portfolio updates. I would say jump in on it, folks, because if you missed it wow. and you slept on it, you, you missed out on a 30% <laughs> pump. I'm sorry. You should have listened to Deezy. Well, you know, everybody's asking for their trophies now because they guessed it. And that trophy is going to be altcoins tomorrow. No, no, so here we got your trophy. Soon. There you right go. Oh, here. yeah, we have your Oscar. There you go. <laughs> we like you. We really like you. Now hit that like button.